Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Danielle McCartney. Sports Radio Saturday evening here, New York sports fans. I'm Danielle McCartan. Danielle at dinner time, or almost the uh, the super utility, as I've been calling myself around here. I'm talking all things New York sports, either right up till 7:30, taking you right up to the Yankee pregame coverage here in New York City and beyond. And whatever you are doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next couple hours, whether that be on your car radio, the AM or the FM stream. Or streaming from WFN.com or on our free Odyssey app. And uh, I am fresh off my trip to the All-Star Game, All-Star Weekend in Seattle. Uh, more on that woven throughout the show today, of course. And it's good to be back. Uh, I hope you didn't miss me too much last weekend. Of course, if you and I and Paulie Rosenberg are high here in the Big Apple in the uh, Mike Francesa studio in Lower Manhattan. So go ahead, 877-337-6666 is the number to get aboard. That's where you can talk to me and talk to the New York sports community. And uh, I'm not coming on after a game. So typically when I do that, you it's obviously the Yankee game, and that my open pretty much usually, I mean, no one ever tells me this, but you know, you got to talk about the Yankees people coming back from the game, whatever, whatever. There's no game on before me today. So I love opening these shows with kind of a both. A little bit for the Mets fans, a little bit for the Yankee fans. So, because first, let's talk about this—the streaming of the, of the of the games. Because of that, the streaming BS. Uh, I had to watch the Met game on the TV through my PlayStation until the Yankee game started, and then once that happened at eight forty, I had to make the switch. So the Yes Network went on the TV, and then I opened up my laptop, and I put Apple TV on the laptop. So, of course, I can watch both games at the same time to talk to you about them today. I mean, how ridiculous is that? That's that's ridiculous because my biggest thing is you can't go back and forth between the games like you could on, like, a TV. You just hit, like, last, brings up one, et cetera, et cetera. And for me, it's even easier because I, for some reason— one day, I just plopped on my couch, ended up accidentally sitting on the remote, and found out that I have uh, split screen. 
So I actually figured out how to do split screen by accident, and I have that. So it's very easy for me to put SNY on one side, Yes Network on the other, and just you know keep flip-flopping the audio. When one of the games is on a streaming service, it's very difficult. And then, you know, with the laptop, you got to keep pressing mute on the laptop. When the other game comes on, the commercial's over over there. It, it was a lot of navigating, but I did it. <laughs> I did it. Um, I probably should not have watched either of them, though. Honestly, it was probably better off not watching the Yankee game, probably not watching a Met game either. And, uh, you know, oh, you know, I did want to say one thing before I do continue. Um, for those that love to complain about the national broadcast on Apple TV, just in general, I know uh, Wayne Randazza was on last night, and it was you know good for him to be doing a Met game again. However, people like to complain about having the national broadcast over you know your regular booth broadcast, for example. So, I, like I said, I had the Met game on my laptop. And if you looked, next time there's a game on, it doesn't matter whatever team it is, just practice it. If you look in the bottom, you, like, touch it so that, like, the pause button comes up. Bottom right corner, like, all the way in the corner, there's, like, a little, I don't even know what it was, a speech bubble, I think it was, icon. So I clicked on that. I was like, what's that? It gave me three options. National Apple TV broadcast. It gave me home team radio broadcast. And it gave me away team radio broadcast. And... I, of course, clicked on the home team, Mets radio broadcast, and it, it all synced up with the picture. It was actually really good. So if you don't like the national broadcast, well, at least on a laptop, if you're watching a game, it's uh, it's it's available to you. Howie is available to you. Howie and Keith Rad. So I thought that was pretty huh, rad, I guess. <laughs> There's an option for you there. So, you know. If you're going to call up and complain, that's going to be the answer. Because you actually can, I mean, you're not going to get Gary, Keith, and Ron. They're obviously the TV, but you can at least get home radio synced up with the action on the TV. Or streaming app, I guess. But uh, anyway, I, I think just for both teams, I think last night was not what you wanted to see from both the Mets and the Yankees. I mean, two teams as of right now, today... 4 p.m. on Saturday, the 15th of July, both teams, both the Yankees and the Mets, will not make the playoffs. And with those L's last night, the first game back from the All-Star break, our team's postseason dreams are slipping away. And this is according to Fangraphs, who is a really good predictor of this stuff. Right now, the Yankees have a 47.5% chance to make the postseason. That was 1.2% less than yesterday. And the Mets, I mean, maybe turn off the radio if you don't want to hear this, but the Mets have a 13% chance to make the postseason right now. 13%. That was 0.3 less than this time yesterday. Uh, so you and I, we could really be in for it this season. And the last time I looked, the last time the Yankees and the Mets both missed the postseason, do you know the year? Want to take a guess? Shout it at your radio. What was the last year that the Yankees and the Mets both missed the postseason? The answer, 2014. That was like, I know it sounds real close. That's like almost 10 years ago, pretty much 10 years ago. Uh, especially when you get into, you know, the World Series time. That's that's almost a whole year. 
So it's almost 10 years ago that the both of them did not make the postseason. And so from, you know, coming back from the All-Star break, you know, being in this position for both teams, I wanted to turn on my TV and turn on my laptop, and I wanted to see resurgence and vengeance and fire and grit and a real push for the postseason. Well, I didn't see it last night. Maybe you did. 877-337-6666. But maybe we'll have to wait for, you know, a couple hours from now. Wait for tonight to see that from both teams. Maybe they were still on their all-star vacations. I don't know, but I didn't see it. Two teams that are on the brink. Yankees more so than the Mets, but two teams that are on the brink just didn't really show up last night. We'll take the Mets first. They're the shorter story. And uh, I don't know what you can really say about them last night. All you need to know because I heard uh, Joe Beningo say this afternoon that he didn't watch the game last night. All you need to know is this. Number one, Justin Verlander was in this weird world. He was pitching a no-hitter for like, what was it, like five innings or so? Six strikeouts, six walks, a ton of free passes. Like, what? And then, of course, once you start walking, guys, those guys usually have the, a knack of tendency to score. Especially when there's, you know, also, also too when there's errors made in the field. Those guys always find a way to score. And of course, you know, they did. The hits, the runs started coming. And then it was all, then that was all she wrote for Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander finished the night with, uh, what, five innings pitched, two hits, three runs, all earned. Like I said, six walks and six strikeouts. Not great. Especially when Urias from the Dodgers absolutely shut down the Mets lineup. Maybe Mets forgot to pack their bats. Uh, you know, to, I don't know, out to City Field. I, I don't even know. Uh, you would think that the bats were left there. I don't know. But that leadoff home run that wasn't by Brandon Nimmo, and what happened was he basically hit it to the outfield, obviously. It hit off the wall. It was initially ruled a home run. And then upon closer review, which I don't even know why it needed a closer review, it was not a home run. It bounced off the orange, hit, went back into the field of play, and um, it wasn't a home run. It was a double. That's it. And literally, the Mets did not hit one more. There was not one more base runner after that. Not one Met got on base by by way of hitting the ball after that. Brandon Nimmo was the first batter of the game for the Mets. Marte was hit by a pitch. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. Walks this net. I understand. I get it. I understand that. There was one walk, one hit batter, and then Brandon Nimmo. That was it. That was the Mets' offense from last night. So maybe it's a good thing that you didn't watch the game. Right? Then pivoting to the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees had a lot. I mean, I'm going to underscore that. A lot working in their favor to break out last night. It was the Denver altitude, the Rockies having the third worst win percentage in all of baseball, and they were going against an opposing starter with a 6.40 ERA. I mean, what? How could that go wrong? And I'm sitting there, I'm watching, I'm feeling good about the John Carlos Stanton one-on, no-out home run, and all I'm saying to myself is like, wow, Man, this this new hitting coach, he's working already. Well, I obviously I know that's unrealistic, but I couldn't help myself but to to go there to think that shortly. 
while I was out there in Seattle, the Yankees announced that they parted ways with uh, the hitting coach, Dylan Lawson, and, and then they hired Sean Casey. And I think that uh, Lawson was doomed uh, with that chicken farm story. And if you don't know the chicken farm story, I mean, how do you not? But if you don't know it, Anthony Volpe was sitting at home. It was uh, the, I don't know if it was during the Subway Series or right before the Subway Series started against the Mets. And sitting at home with Austin Wells, you know, I think Wells is living at the house, the Volpe compound in, in, in Jersey. And uh, they noticed something in his swing that the two of them noticed a minor leaguer and a rookie noticed something about his swing. He went back. You know, to to the to the Yankees, the Bronx Yankees, and Volpe was was and pretty much still has been on on a tear. So I think that when a rookie and a minor leaguer get together and have a better plan of action to close off a stance versus having more of an open stance, uh, that that reflects poorly on the hitting coach. It just does. Whether they meant to do that or not, whether the story got met, you know was meant to be put out there in that light, it doesn't it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Like I said, a minor leaguer and a rookie fixed the, the 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 rookie's swing. The hitting coach did not, and that's not a good look. Whether that's a philosophical difference between the batter and the hitting coach, whether that's just the batting coach didn't notice it, I, I don't know what it was. But I think that was that was kind of the nail in the coffin there for Dylan Lawson, so to speak. So, will it change? Then the next question, of course, is will it change at hitting coach? Make a difference for the Yankees. I mean, it can't it can't get any worse, could it? I mean, it can't get any worse than what it is, right? I mean, famous last words, I know that, but man, I hope so. I hope changing that hitting coach turns this team around. However, my fear is, and it's one that you and I have talked about for how many years here on the on the fan. My fear in lies or is 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 in the front office, and until that there is this cataclysmic shift in the philosophy with which hitters are acquired, or I guess even taught on this Yankees team, it could be me, it could be you, it could be Paulie Rosenberg, you know, in those hitters meetings. I don't think it's going to make a difference. Let me explain. The best New York Yankees hitter for average is Aaron Judge. He hits 291. But he's not around. He hasn't been around. So you go down the list. The next best hitter for average on the Yankees is Gleyber Torres. Actually, Gleyber Torres and Anthony Rizzo, they're both tied right now before, you know, obviously the game tonight. They're both tied at 257. So, okay, the best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves. What is their line of demarcation? Well, if the line is 257 as the two best hitters for average on this Yankees team, the Atlanta Braves have eight qualified players hitting, for average, better than Torres and Rizzo. Eight players. That's almost the entire team. Oh, the Braves. All right, an anomaly, right? They're just extraordinary. They're just extraordinary, the Braves. Take them out of the equation. Okay. Let's look at the second-best team in baseball. See what they're doing. The team that has spent the last 102 calendar days in first place of the AL East, the Tampa Bay Rays. There are, if again, if the line of demarcation, the best hitters for average on this Yankees team are both hitting 257. There are seven Rays with a significant chunk of playing time, as, as was the Braves stat, that hit better than Torres and Rizzo. Now, I know, you know there's all there's more to hitting. I know. I play the game. I coach the game. I get it. But 
the new, the old school money ball, new school, old school money ball might be hit for average. It's not rocket science. The two best teams in the league have players that are hitting for average. And maybe that's not the bottom line. I understand that. But look at a Yankees case study. Andrew Benintendi, a fantastic best case scenario trade deadline acquisition last season, last summer. Right now, he's hitting 280 for the lowly Chicago White Sox. And think about where that would put him offensively with the New York Yankees. Second only to I.L. Judge. Oh, and add to the fact that Andrew Benintendi has not made a single error in left field since 2021. I also believe there is some merit to taking as a player, because I've done it for how many years still, there's a merit to taking the same position day in and day out, knowing where you're playing every day. And I looked. I went back and looked. The New York Yankees, speaking of left field, they've had nine different men start in left field for them this season. If you want me to go through the list, Bowers, Allen, Cabrera, Calhoun, Cordero, Franchi, that is, Hicks, Kiner Falefa, McKinney, and Stanton. Or is that 10? I lost track. Nine or 10 different guys have started in left field for the Yankees so far this season. And from that left field position, there have been two registered defensive errors so far this season. And anyone that watches the games knows that there should be more. And I know that two errors doesn't sound like a lot, but it's only been half a season. Benintendi hasn't committed a left field error in almost two full seasons. And yet, Brian Cashman and the Yankees front office let him walk out the door. And I'm not sure still why. So, like I said, until there is a cataclysmic, seismic shift in the front office philosophy of the New York Yankees hitter acquisition department or hitter training, hitter teaching department, rather than this this dogged commitment to the launch angle, three outcome has-beens and plug-and-play role players, I don't see what's going to fix this offense. Can Sean Casey bring the shift? Maybe. Hopefully. I didn't see it last night. And I obviously understand that he needs more runway than just one game, one night after an all-star break to prove it. I get it. I understand. So we'll wait and we'll see. Because ultimately, two, it's up to the hitters to go out there and execute the job. And the most encouraging sign I think I can I can leave and end on this is Aaron Judge was taking batting practice swings in the cage in Colorado before last night's game. And I I think I'm stating the obvious. The Yankees are not going to make the postseason without Aaron Judge. And we'll see how much longer he's going to be out. Um, Meredith was explaining last night he's going to require some rehab starts. So it seems like it's a long way away. But at at what point do you say, okay, at, at what point is this, I don't know, arbitrary number of 75% of Aaron Judge better than any other player out there. And then at what point do you say, okay, we're going to push him, but not so much. I mean, there's a lot to finagle there, but the bottom line is this. The Yankees are not going to make the postseason without Aaron Judge. Unless, of course, I mean, don't cut that up and save it because if the Yankees go ahead and get Altani or Juan Soto, they have a better chance, okay? But as of right now, as the lineup is currently constructed, 
They're not making the postseason without Judge. I hate to break it to you. And from KD Sharp on Twitter, who is a fantastic, does a fantastic job, the Yankees are tied. This is what she wrote. The, the Yankees are tied for last place in the AL East this late in the season for the first time since August 23rd, 1992. 1992. I was four. Just turned four, pretty much. And the Yankees did not make the playoffs after that season until the, the year 2000. I mean, I'm sorry, 1995. So, are we looking at history repeating itself? I hope not. Dylan Lawson, get it done. Aaron Judge, get it done. I, and, oh, yeah, Meredith did say they're, they're, to, they're toying with or they found an orthotic uh, for his toe that can maybe hopefully make it feel a little bit better as he takes some swings. So, how about you take some swings here on the fan? 877-337-6666. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.